You're listening to the Global Inclusion and Practice Podcast, sharing the stories of DEI changemakers around the world. Vivian Aqua and Marjolein Vlug bring you behind-the-scenes stories and kitchen table conversations about the personal perspectives of DEI professionals, representatives, advocates, and allies, talking about what matters in this work and what sustains us in creating lasting change. There are many of us working on creating a more inclusive world. Let's share our stories. We're in this together. Welcome to the Global Inclusion and Practice Podcast. And today I'm, I'm in the hot seat. It's Marjolein Vlug, my co-host for this podcast, and I'm so excited. Marjolein, we know you as a DEI coach, but I am very curious to ask you 10 questions that I don't know about you yet, and also to introduce you to the listeners. So who are you in elevator style? Yeah, because that could be a big question. <laughs> I am Marjolein Vlug. It's mm-hmm. okay if you don't know how to pronounce that name, but I can teach you. I am a coach, professionally trained. I work with people who really seriously care about diversity, equity, and inclusion, whether as a DEI professional, consultant, representative, an advocate, or an ally. So, really across that whole spectrum. And from authenticity and accountability, clarity, confidence to resilience, resourcefulness in this work, I coach people on running this marathon. That's a very interesting perspective. When you say marathon, can you help people with what you mean with the definition of marathon? Yeah. Well, one it's it's something that is that is frequently said about DEI work that it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. It's a long-term thing. And that is especially the reason why I believe coaching has a place in this field. Because to sustain yourself and to be long-term successful, to be focused, to be authentic and confident and clear and resilient in this work, coaching can be a great tool. And yeah, so I caught you on running the marathon, keeping this up, staying and doing the good work that you do. I love that. The next question I have for you is, what Mm -hmm. do people misunderstand about you the most? Well, one thing that people misunderstand is that they think I'm the original vegetarian in my household. (laughs) (laughs) My husband and my daughter are vegetarians and they always think that I'm the one who put them up to it, but I'm not. Mm -hmm. And people frequently think that I'm an extrovert who enjoys connecting with people. I do, but I'm also very much an introvert. And that's what people don't know because they don't see that because that's when I'm on my own. And I've, I've learned really well to connect and to be kind and to be genuine and interested in people. And that's a, a learned skill based on my values and what is really important to me but then I go home and I really need my alone time I totally get that and that is also a skill that I really really like about you so for those of you who want to become leaders right inclusive leadership one of the best things that you can do is activate curiosity Uh and that's that's what you embrace as well and yeah what is your biggest failure and what did you learn from that experience Yeah, it took me a while to think about that question because, Mm -hmm. of course, there's plenty. (laughs) Something that I have 
failed at multiple times is to switch jobs before a work situation became too for me. (laughs) And I've seen other people do that. And I've always been either too hopeful to see if things change, too loyal or too stuck or too worried. So I never did that. I'm really good at getting jobs. I'm not, I haven't been great at assessing whether they were jobs that fit me. And what I learned from it, other than that, is that I'm not a person who who works in organizations and fits into those systems, especially in toxic environments, obviously, but that goes for more people. I'm not really good at abiding by unwritten rules that I don't see the point of and doing all the politics. I I get honest or people... I, I see things and they see it in my eyes and they feel nervous and then it just goes haywire, <laughs> which is a great, which now works really well as a coach. And, you know, I'm a solopreneur and I notice things and I, I say them in a gentle way that yeah. now serve my clients. So I'm really glad that I, I found that this is really my zone of genius. Hi, I'm Vivian Aqua, the Certified DEI Consultant, and I would like to invite you to take your organization to the next level of understanding by collaborating with me. I specialize in helping organizations amplify their DEI initiatives and foster an inclusive environment. Reach out today to learn how I can help your organization unleash its hidden potential and create a culture of belonging. If you could be remembered for one thing, what would that be? Being someone who was kind, inspired other people to be kind. I'll remember you that that way. (laughs) (laughs) What is the best compliment that you have ever gotten? Uh, That I'm a great mom. I don't know if that's true, but that's me. So when people say that and people, I mean, my mother-in-law, for example, <laughs> I just, I, I will up, I tear up every time. Because it means yeah. the world to me. It's a, it's the, the, the best compliment that you can receive, right? Yeah. yeah the biggest. Yeah. So important. What has been your least favorite job today? I think that's, I call it my blue Monday job. I went to work <laughs> on a Monday and I never went back after that one day. <laughs> I had one look and I ran. Uh, yeah. I didn't even get paid for that day. I called them and said, I'm not coming back. And they said, well, we're not going to pay you for that one day. And I said, okay, bye. <laughs> um, it was a, a housekeeping job at a hotel and it's really toxic, really yeah. toxic environment in the words that I know now, now know to use for that. It was a much longer commute than I thought and that the temp agency had told me was a temp job and mainly the manager what I saw how she dealt with the team was she was super unkind um lots of red flags and I just ran no way I'm going back I just felt my stomach turning at the thought uh, so mm. uh, yeah and I've had other not so favorite jobs but there was always something to learn from that. And this one, many, what this one taught me was, you know, you can always leave. 
Run. You always have the option yeah. to leave, even if that has its downsides. You can always go. Hey, are you ready to rediscover focus, clarity, and resilience so that you can be a stronger change maker for diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging? I am Marie Langfleur. I'm a certified coach. And whether you're getting started in DEI or are further along in your journey, I can support you to take your work to the next level. With me as your ally, you can gain clarity on your next initiatives or career goals, make intentional choices, stay accountable to them, deal with the intensity of the work and create real change. Let's talk. I'd love to learn more about you. Reach out, book a chat. That's a very valuable lesson. And also, when, when you, if you would go back, what would you say to your 18-year-old self as a piece of advice? Yeah. Yeah, that job was around when I was around 19 or 20. So this mm -hmm. is slightly before that. Yeah. <laughs> I would give my 18-year-old self a really big hug. And I would say, hey, you're really kind. You're intuitive. Pick that up, use it, follow your own path and get better at hugging other people. Love that. And how is how is that going now? <laughs> I've had given, some great given also with you know the pandemic that has been going on. Yeah, I'm 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 lucky enough and that's one of my privileges. I'm lucky enough to have a really sweet family. So mm. my husband taught me how to hug. Yeah. And then my kids definitely drilled it in. <laughs> and uh, no, I really, I really love it. So, yeah. you know, now we can hug again. Definitely a hugger. In the Netherlands, we used to do three kisses on the cheeks as a, as, you know, as a, as a saying hi and saying bye to people. I don't do that anymore. Sorry, mm -hmm. I hug. <laughs> uh, <a hugger> <laughs> with all the kindness and all the warmth yeah. and respect i'm a hugger yeah. i get that what is your favorite productivity hack that you would share also for the di professionals my favorite one that you may have not thought about before get a coach yeah <laughs> And secondly, and that might also be part of having a coach, is a, a check-in with yourself, with your mind, your body, your spirit. Yeah. Uh, to quote one of our upcoming guests, Matthew Reynolds, check in with your mind, your body, and your spirit. Also. Yeah. And then you can take it from there. You have the resourcefulness. And yeah, a coach might help you develop that muscle, but it makes all the difference. Definitely. I know Marjolein loves to read books. I sometimes think she eats books, but that's a whole, <laughs> different, a whole different conversation. When we are talking about DEI and she said, oh, I've read this, I've read that, or have you read this? Or, or looking for other books to read and to share, right? So I had to ask this question and also share this with our audience. What are three books that you would recommend? the people that are listening to this podcast and why? Yeah, why only three? <laughs> three, my line, three. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, there's, there's plenty of books about DEI that 
are great, that are helpful, that say different things. And one thing that is often overlooked is the value of novels and biographies, autobiographies. So my recommendations are in that corner. And, you know, out of the whole diversity wheel, I thought, well, let's pick two themes. Let's pick anti-racism and gender, uh, and gender equity. So Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. Yeah, definitely. We should all be feminists. Yeah. Out of all her, you know, read all her books. Definitely read all her books. She is amazing. But yeah, if I can pick one for this purpose, we should all be feminists. It's beautiful super powerful yeah yeah and bernardine avaristo she is a uk booker prize winner she won with the book called girl woman other that's an amazing kaleidoscopic novel about the experiences of girls women and category other yeah beautiful book and very impactful in a way that you know, you can read news stories, you can read business books, you can read how-to books, mm-hmm. but when you read stories, you really immerse yourself in someone's lived experience, whether it's fictional or real. Reading that helps you feel for a little bit what it's like to be them. And I mm-hmm. think it's, that really, really gets into your core. It makes you a better DEI professional. Makes you understand other lived experiences better. Makes you understand someone else's life is not yours. Let's get curious. So that's number two. Number three is a one that I read recently. It's the book She Said by Jodi Cantor and Megan Tui. They are the two journalists with the New York Times that reported on Harvey Weinstein and really puzzled out painstakingly, very patiently, what had been going on and it's it's both a very personal book about how that went for them and how they felt about it you can really feel you know they they they're definitely personal about it it shows their method it shows their teamwork the two of them but also the team that they had around them and how essential that was for the work they did and it also shows the sim systems that exist and are shifting are moving but are still very much in place. The, the, the misogynistic patriarchal systems around, in, in that case, in Hollywood, but they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. They should they're, unfortunately, they are everywhere. Yeah. 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 And, and also what they did to make a dent in those systems, in that system. Yeah. So, yeah, that's number three. And then, of course, there are the books by our guests from the upcoming episodes. So if you want to hear those book tips, then please tune in for, for our next episodes. We have some great guests lined up that have written books of themselves. And anything by Colson Whitehead. I cheated. I added more. <laughs> that's an American, Colson Whitehead is an American novelist mm-hmm. who has mastered. He's really a craftsman and he's really... Yeah. master different styles different genres race is always a factor uh, yeah. we're more about that somewhere less but uh, just beautiful yeah and also know that when we talk about books right for those who aren't you know speedy book readers like myself or prefer to listen 
most of these books that we have here are also audiobooks. So look into that as well. Look into that as well. We'll definitely share some tips uh, regarding that. And I have, I've reached my final question. What is one question that you wished I asked you? And how would you have answered that question? There's a question that I don't wish for, but that I'm always sort of want to be ready for, mm-hmm. that I expect. And that is the question, why would you be qualified to do this work and to step into this space? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm okay with that question being asked because I get that, you know, trust and checking people out is is of value, has its value. I have figured out why. I'm happy to share why. And I'm happy to get, you know, probing questions to to really dig into that. You're very welcome to to ask further and check whether I'm <laughs> whether you think I'm qualified. What I know is I'm I'm on a learning curve, as everyone is. I do the work, I do the reading, I'm always learning. I'm a good coach. I'm not a DEI consultant. I'm not a DEI trainer. I'm a coach. That is my skill. That is what I bring in. And I've been working on inclusion for most of my life, even though it was under different headers. So uh, it always had a different name. And then summer 2020, I thought, wait a minute, <laughs> what's going on? This is this has always been about inclusion. Out of all the letters of D-E-I-J-B, yeah, inclusion is, is the one that galvanizes me most. And a question that I could wish for, because that was your original question, mm-hmm. is, hey, Marilyn, what's my favorite thing about your work? <laughs> Vivian's work. And the answer is, and that's one that really inspired me, is how you, Vivian, how you incorporate and inhabit a growth mindset. It's a part of many of your talks and speeches it's part of how you do your work and what you bring into companies into coaching your son is a great inspiration on coach on on, sorry on growth mindset so that's yeah that's one of my favorite things about how you do your work you surprised me I wasn't expecting expecting that but you see we we always we we want to advocate and we want to role model right but no, we are human. We might slip up. So please forgive us when we do. But this this is all about applying the growth mindset and learning from that and see everything as a lesson that can be learned from and allow people to grow and elevate. And Maya Lyon has shared that. Like I said, I wasn't expecting that, but I really love learning new things about you, things that I didn't know. There, There's a lot that I do know, but there is also a lot that I don't know. And this will hopefully give you, as a listener, as somebody who watches this conversation, give you more of a perspective of why it is important to activate curiosity and activate active listening when you are trying to inspire, trying to motivate, trying to activate people to start their DEI journey or to, you know, level up the DEI journey. Mm -hmm. It's been amazing to get to know you further. And for any person who has questions, comments, whatever, you can connect to Maya Line or you can comment this podcast. 
or you can write to us, right? To the Global Inclusion in Practice podcast. Whatever way you want to communicate, I'm only saying we welcome you and connect with us and elevate us and share this conversation with other like-minded people as well. Anything yeah. else to add, my line? <laughs> yeah, and, and I'd love to, we'd love to hear your story as well. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Vivian. Thanks for the great questions. <laughs> you're welcome and, <laughs> and surprising yeah thanks for asking thank you for listening you're warmly invited to pause for a moment and think about what stood out to you from this conversation please share this episode with others to inspire them too make sure to subscribe to our Substack channel we'll be back soon with more episodes be well take care and stay connected <laughs>